0: From the hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to the Hills Church.
1: The title of our message this this morning is "When He is Revealed, We Shall Be Like Him." Hallelujah. First John chapter three. If you if you may stand while we read the Word of God. First John chapter three. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 3 verse 1 to 8 we can read it together one two. go behold what manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called the children of God therefore the world does not know us because it did not know him beloved now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness and sin is lawlessness And you know that he was manifested to take away your sin And in him there is no sin Whoever abides in him does not sin And whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him Little children, let no one deceive you He who practices righteousness is righteous Just as he is righteous he who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose was the son of man manifested that he might destroy the works of satan that he may destroy the works of satan thank you for your word may you fill our bodies with light may the entrance of your word change our paradigm take us on a journey with you Take us to purpose, O oh God. Draw us to fire. Draw us to new revelations and new vistas of who you are. Take us, O oh God, on a holy cruise to your purpose, O oh God. Let our hearts be full of revelation. Let our spirit, man, be full of life. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Good morning. You may be seated. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 to 8, what manner of love is bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God, the King James Version said, therefore the world does not know us because the world does not know him. You know, you're doing some things, the world can't recognize you, they don't know you, they don't know you. You're talking about power, They, they don't feel it, they don't understand it, right? Beloved, now we are the sons of God. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We live in an imperfect world. So when we talk about the grace of God, it seems like a fallacy because COVID will catch us you understand? Brokenness still exists in our midst. Do you understand? Sickness still comes. Weakness still comes. Sometimes in our world. You know, we don't quite get all the money we're looking for. We have real problems. Do you understand? Some of us, our bad habits are very familiar. Like Pastor Nigel spoke about last week. He said, for some of us, it's literally little foxes. Little, little foxes that spoil the vine. And these little foxes, we have been unable to just shank them, just like shake them off. So we feel like, what is this glory of God that the Bible is talking about? What is this revelation? What's this sonship that God is talking about that we haven't tasted? And some people have actually forgotten about trying to go for sonship. All they are going for is other kind of activities you know none of no one is perfect so let's not even try let's teach you how to do good marriages let's teach you how to be good people let's teach you how to help in society let's teach you how to touch people on the outside let's teach you people the mundane but let's not try to arrive at spiritual life Let's not try to arrive at the revelation that God is talking about here. Let's teach you guys the way to live life and to do character and emotional intelligence and inspiration. Let's motivate you guys so you have the ability to go for your goals and pursue after your dreams. But that whole chasing after revelation, that whole chasing after the mystery, that whole chasing after who God is, is actually lost on many believers. But this is the essence of why we're saved. You are designed for the Almighty God. You are designed for a manifestation. You are designed for a revealing. You are designed for an uncovering. You are designed for a glory. You are created for miracles. Say amen. Oh my God, you don't sound like you believe it. You are created for miracles. Say amen. amen. You are built for redemption. You are crafted for reconciliation. You are built to turn men back to righteousness. You are created for an assignment. You are created to influence the world and bring the world to the feet of Jesus Christ. You are created for something. Beloved. What manner of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be like. Men do not know us yet. The world does not acknowledge us yet. But there is a crafting of the glory of God. There is something God wants to finish in us. And when he appears, we shall be like him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says whoever has this hope in him purifies himself just as it's, it's pure. You stay pure, but you also continue to what? Purify yourself. You know some people, when we start talking about repentance, they get angry. Like, I've repented now. What's this person talking about? Every day I start a prayer meeting, I always start from the point of repentance. Like, it's not just about coming before God. Are you qualified to come? For God is a mighty king. So every day we show up, wash yourself again. The Bible says, prepare yourself for you are about to meet the Lord. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is. Pure. You are already pure. But you are also, in addition what? Washing yourself. Purification. This is how we know lawlessness. Whoever does sin is a sinner. Let's not... I know there's this doctrine of eternal security. We were talking about it yesterday at the prayer meeting, right? This doctrine where somebody is saying that, oh, you gave your life to Christ, so you are now a believer. Whatever you do is outside your body. This is fallacy. The Bible says, verse 4. Can you give us verse 4? 1 John chapter 1. Second John, sorry, that same scripture. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Whoever commits, oh my God, this committed, transgressed, can you change this version to New King James? Because otherwise, we're going to bite our teeth. Commit it and transgress it. So, New King James. Uh, let me go have it here. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. Verse 5. And you know that he was manifested to take away your sin that cannot continue to be your nature it's okay for you to start there come as you are but now that you are here you cannot commit cannot continue to live like that Let, let's activate a holy journey of your walking towards God of your beginning to embrace God of your beginning to embrace holiness. Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Yeah. Do you guys know that this is the nugget of what really makes you a believer? This is the foundation of what makes you a believer. But we've lost it sometimes. So we say that, oh, we've given our lives to Christ. Now, seeing the sinner's prayer does not make you a believer. It opens the door for you to begin the journey. He says now that you're giving your life to Christ, walk in Him. Walking with God makes you a believer. Now, you will come to an atmosphere where people have anointing and are full of grace. And you actually feel the presence of God. But it's not yours yet. Until you go back home and cultivate the atmosphere of the presence of God by yourself. The one you can share is the one you've cultivated. It's the one you've created by yourself. That's the one you can give out. You can participate in the collective anointing. But when you practice righteousness, something begins to happen. I'm going to go there. I'm running ahead of myself. There are four quick nuggets. I'll give you four nuggets on glory. Number one, glory is something God ordained by his sovereignty. Glory is something God crafts, God builds, God orchestrates by his sovereign, by his sovereignty. Can you give me Daniel chapter 2, verse 44? Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. Daniel 2, 44. I need speed. I need speed. Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. And in these days, and in the days of these kings, the God of heaven, will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all other kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. God was talking about the building of something that was bigger than what anyone has seen. God was talking about a takeover kingdom that was going to come and superimpose itself against the systems of this world and the kingdoms of this world. It's actually glory, the coming of God into our lives is actually something that God does by his sovereignty. When will you be glorified? When God is ready. When you are ready. You know, God is ready, but sometimes God is watching also your own readiness. Are you ready? So the Bible talks about the multiply effect in the book of Revelation. When the whole church is actually doing what God wants and when the whole church is actually ready, then the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, and the bride, which is the church, will now say together, we are ready. Even so, come Lord Jesus. That will activate the coming of Jesus Christ. The spirit and the bride together will unlock the seasons in the heavenlies. But there's a sovereign move of God. The Bible says by Jesus Christ, it is not for you to know times and seasons which the Father has put in his own hand, but you shall receive power. Your job is to receive power to do life on earth in readiness for this season that is coming. Glory is coming. Say to someone, glory is coming. There's gonna be glory. There's gonna be glory there will be glory after this ah. no need to worry ah. I can sing I'm coming <laughs> glory is coming there's going to be glory there's going to be glory but it is in God's hands glory is waiting in God's hands but the church can do something to activate that glory we can prepare ourselves. We can partner with the Holy Spirit. We can do the works of God until glory is revealed. When we come to church, our coming to church should never be about anything else apart from chasing after God. Number two, glory demands growth and process. That's what we don't like. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 Number two, glory demands growth and process. First Peter chapter one, verse three. Pastor Fred, can you keep your Bible near? Just help me out. Take him second mic. Can we have the second mic? Thank you, Pastor Fred. It's on the screen already, but just follow the scriptures. First Peter chapter 3, chapter 1, verse 3 to
0: 8. First Peter 3. No,
1: 1, 3 to 8.
0: 1, 3 to 8. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the? Can you,
1: can you go back to verse one, chapter one, chapter one, yeah, verse two, verse three, yeah, this is the one I'm looking for. Uh, no, it's not. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. With, okay. Um, no, it's Second Peter chapter one. Second Peter Chapter 1, sorry, I'm the one who confused you. Second Peter Chapter 1, verse 3. Uh-huh. That's it. Yes.
0: As his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust but also for this very reason giving all diligence at your faith virtue to virtue, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. Kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For well, if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, we can stop here. So... Guess what this scripture is saying to us? God has given, verse 3 begins by saying, according as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by two things. What are the two things? Glory. He called us by glory. Glory is actually who God is. So God called us by himself. The next thing he called us by is what? Virtue. Virtue is something you construct. You construct virtue. God has glory. It is the mix of glory and virtue that makes you complete. The glory of God, the virtue you build. The glory of God, the virtue you build. Holiness is a power. When you walk in righteousness, it's a power. When you don't walk in righteousness, let me not... You cannot be playing games with the devil and trying to fire the devil... You cannot be living in sin and trying to deliver somebody who is living in sin. doesn't go. You guys understand this. Holiness is a virtue. I repeat. Holiness is a virtue. And when God calls us, he finishes the work. You know how many people say, I have all things that pertain to life and godliness. No. Read the other part. It says, by glory, which is by my work, which I do as God Almighty. And number two, by virtue. Two things denominate the call of God. For you to have the glory of God, there must be the God element. There must be the you element. I know we all said, it's not because I prayed. It's not because I fasted. It's not because I tired. Please stop saying that. Believe me, the mercy of God flows like rain on everybody. But there's a difference between the person who prays and the person who doesn't pray. The person who pray will always find themselves in the center of God's will. The person who doesn't pray will always be lost as to what God is saying. It will always be accidental to them. It will always be not born of fellowship. So... I know that this is a nice thing to say. I know that God's mercy meets you from time to time, but it's not the prescribed way by which God wants us to walk. God wants us to walk by building virtue. Build virtue. I know this is not a common message, it doesn't excite the church, but I'm on is it fortunately or unfortunately? This is the one that God has asked me to preach. Do you understand? Because many people i rather be here talking about <laughs> It's coming! <laughs> the year 2021 is still remaining four months. <laughs> Don't say never. It can still happen. <laughs> 11 hour miracle is coming. Destruction is filling the world but in your house there will be light and money and food you eat and you laugh. What kind of stupid laughter is that if the whole world is getting destroyed and you're eating and laughing? I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Glory requires process. You build virtue. You add character. Look at the, look at the scriptures, what it says. Give all diligence. Add to your faith virtue. And to virtue, Knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. My goodness, these things are plenty. For you to do this thing, it will cost you. Perseverance, brotherly kindness, love. is expensive. It's expensive. Give all diligence. Apply yourself to it in a very rigid way. Build it. Don't just say, oh, this is how I am. Add to how you are self control. Don't say, this is what I know, I'm knowledgeable. No, add to knowledge, perseverance. Stay long with people, endure long. Persevere, stand strong, be patient. For if these things are yours and begin to abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful. My God, you will never be barren nor unfruitful. There is stuff that you can do that barrenness will never be your name. I know what God has called me to over and over. God takes me to prepare people and release them. How many people have we released to Canada in this church? <laughs> Do you understand? Build, 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 release. Build, 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 release. I don't own anyone. And anytime any one of you is ready, you're free. No, no qualms. You've been built. You receive the true word. Everywhere you go, you will hear it pulsate in your spirit that this is the word of God. Go build the word of God. And the gospel must be multiplied everywhere. It's not only here. Go somewhere. And who knows what great things you're going to do. God may keep me at 50 and keep me at 100 forever. I don't mind. Is that what he wants? But let the people he has called to go and go the thousands. You may start from here. Go get the thousands. Go get them. Go get them. But guess what? You must be well rounded. Add to your faith virtue. Add to virtue knowledge. Add to knowledge self control. Add to self control perseverance. To perseverance be godly. And to godliness brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness love. Glory takes a process is the ability to build these things that begin to unlock and unleash glory in your life. Number three, glory is not about you. Glory is not a status symbol. Glory is not a pastoral position to aspire to. Glory is not a place that you want to arrive at and sit on top of other people. Glory is not a place of making yourself so big that men cannot approach you. Glory is an assignment. Psalm 115, verse 1 says, Not unto us, not unto us, O Lord, but to your name be the glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness not unto us not unto us oh lord but to your name be the glory to your name be the power to you be the glory to you be the glory we give you the glory not unto us oh god the glory is not just about you You may have a position. You may have a title. You may have a role. You may have a career. You may have something. It may be a place of honor. It may be a place where men step back for you. But don't let it get into your head. It's not about you. It's for an assignment. Everything God gives you is for your assignment. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory is coming. That's number four thing about glory. Say amen. Glory is coming. <laughs> glory will be revealed in you. Believe it. Believe it. Take it in. Say, Glory will be revealed in me. Say, Glory will be revealed in me. Glory will be revealed in me this inheritance will be unlocked in you say Amen this knowledge of God will be birthed in you this enrapturing grace will be yours this captivating power will be yours. This manifestation of God will be yours. Say amen. It is coming for you. It is coming to your doorstep. This glory of God is coming. The glory of God is coming. Say amen. The glory of God is coming for you. That which was locked, that which the world did not understand is being revealed in you. The power of God is being manifested in you. The work of God is being revealed in you. As you build up virtue, as you build up luck, as you build up character something is forming on the inside of you and it's all for a moment in God it's all staring for a moment that moment is coming glory will be revealed in you if you believe this say amen Amen. for some of you again it will be stardom for some of you it will look like I, I can see people here who God is going to raise into platforms that will make them like stars I can see who here, who God is going to build into careers. For some of you here, the world will even hear your name. The whole world will hear your name. You know how we hear the name of a leader and we recognize it. The whole world will hear your name. I just see a few years coming. Some of you will be so different, so far away from where you are today. If you believe this, say amen. Amen. There is glory. There is glory coming for you on earth. But after all earthly glory, there is more glory coming. All the glories of earth is a rehearsal for eternal glory, for eternal life. Two weeks ago, we said, Jesus is coming. Two weeks ago, we said what? Jesus is coming. The glory of today, everything we've done today, is a rehearsal for what? we will do say amen Amen. pastor nigel preached last Sunday about living in perilous times but these times are times also for the manifestation of glory glory is all about love in every place where God has talked about this glory talk about love talked about love in each verse we see how God reserves this treasure God wants to bless his sons God wants to build God wants to speak over us Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 pastor Fred Ephesians 3 17 if we can read it thank you Jesus Ephesians 3 17nda Gonna be Ephesians
0: 3 17 yes that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the sense what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. can
1: okay, stop here. Love, love, love. Rooted, grounded in love. Knowledge, love. Full, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. Everything, love, love. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. Being rooted and grounded in love. You may be able to understand with all the senses so What is the Lent and the Bread? To know the love of Christ. Everything about glory is not about pride. It's not about arrival. It's about love. Everything God does for glory is what? It's about what? Love. Say love. God is all about love. Sonship is about love. So it's because of love that he adopts us to be the firstborn among his children. So he adopted. so Jesus is the firstborn among many brethren and we are coheres with Jesus Christ. That's the love of God. Romans chapter 1 verse 29 says, For those God foreknew, he predestined to become formed to the image of his son so that Jesus would be the firstborn among many brethren. The love of God is also what makes God to raise us to an estate. So, Hosea chapter 2 verse 23 says, And I will sow her unto me in the earth, And I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them, which are not my people, You are my people. And they shall say, You are my God. God rejoiced to give meaning to dust, God rejoices to put value on dross. Let it never get into our head that we are the ones. (laughs) Do you understand? Like I said before, it's not about you. And Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, The Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the bread of life, and man became a living soul. The reason why you are a living soul is the breath of God on your inside. Hallelujah. When you see the breath of God in a man, you honor that man. When you see the glory of God in any individual, you honor the individual. Many times when I sit in front of the people, I can see the potential that God has for them. I can see where they are headed. Sometimes God doesn't tell me the process, He only tells me the potential. It helps me because sometimes, if you know the process that it takes for some people to arrive at where they are going to, you're not going to be their friend. <laughs> Take the wars and the challenges and the troubles that will go through. The first thing you want to do is just avoid them. <laughs> because like, I don't want your wahala. <laughs> it's going to be much. But God just shows you what is coming. God shows you what's coming in someone's life. Say amen. Because God rejoices to breathe upon man and man will be a living soul. Say amen. There's a revelation coming. There's a better version of you, (laughs) Luton. There's a revelation of Christ coming. We are the sons of God. Right now, we're not known in the world. The world doesn't acknowledge us. There's a revelation of God that it doesn't look like. Do you know how many of you feel like, of course, Christians try to hype up. You know how there are two, there are two caucuses. There's the world system. There's the church system. How many of you have seen the world system? The limelight, the glee and glamour, the big events. Uh, in uh, Nollywood, in they have big events like Hades, right? What else do they have? AMVCA awards. Do you understand? None of those things is based on because you are a strong believer. Then they invite you there because you are a mighty man of God. No. <laughs> they don't care about that. Do you think they invite the topmost pastor to come and do the opening prayer for headies? Don't care about that. <laughs> and Hollywood is exactly the same. Do you guys understand? That there's a system out there. And after a while, Christianity has become so big that we can also create that kind of system as well. We can create that whole our own Hades. And in the US, they have those kind of awards as well. They're like high-profile Christian events, the Charis Award, the the Dove Awards. Yeah, yeah, they have like heavy awards. And if we're not careful, we'll use the the tools of the world to rate about whether we're becoming glorious. How many numbers of CDs you sold? How many, whether you are invited into some events whether you are able to get crash if somebody important is getting something done, whether you get a backdoor pass. After a while, we begin to get, you know, get edgy about the fact that we are something. After a while, we start begin to feel like we should belong. We're up to the point when, you know, I had a pastor once say that if you're going to call the top five pastors in Nigeria, my name should be among. Who told you? did God tell you that you are among the top five and it was this guy Rick who wrote a book and said he arrived in heaven some of the biggest evangelists in the world did not even have mansions they had small cubicles for homes and some unknowns unknown unknowns in the world some old women with wrinkled bodies showed up with mansions why they were the ones praying for the man of God they were saying, God, every soul that comes to that tent tonight receive the power of the Holy Spirit. The reward went to the woman who was praying, not to the man of God who was standing and say, receive. And everything just started happening. <laughs> we have two measurement matrix. The matrix of the glory of the world and the matrix of the glory of God. And if you're not careful, you are running after the glory of man. Jesus says, because you look for the honor that is coming from man, you do not take time to look for the honor coming from God. There is something God has for you on earth. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I don't know how to say this anymore than there is something God has for you on earth. There's a glory waiting for you on earth. Not even before you arrive heaven. Not even until you arrive heaven. There's earthly glory waiting for you. If you believe this, say amen. But it's not a canal glory. It's not a chair for you to sit and exalt yourself. It's not a place for you to vaunt and increase and see yourself. Glory is coming. Glory is coming. Glory is coming. Glory is coming. There is the limelight circuit. There is the social rail. There is this whole thing of chasing after men. There is this thing of running after people. See, there are only one set of people I'm after. I me. I run after people, I know. You know the people I run after? Secret. You're watching online people I run after is the people I can bring into God. I see potential to bring you into God. I run after you, whoever you are. No matter how highly placed or how poor you are, I run after you. Who do you run after? And don't be foolish to think that you don't run after anybody. You do. (laughs) The question is, ask someone... Who are you running after? Who are you chasing? We all chase what is of value to us. We chase value. We know how to look for value. But who are you running after? Is it the one who put a million dollars in your pocket? Or is it the one who established your purpose for eternity? God loves you, and He wants His purpose to be birthed in you. And when He's done with you, He'll reveal His Son in you. The revelation of God. We know that God is working on us. When He is done, we will look like Him. You will look like Him. When He appears, His glory will be seen in you. People will look at you and say, ah, this is a daughter of the Most High God. This is the Son of God. People look at you and say, this is the man of God to woman of God. Glory is coming. There's gonna be glory. There's gonna be glory. There will be glory after this. No need to worry. This presence of suffering there will be glory after this Mike! I don't know how to say it again I just want you guys to know that something is coming I want you to leave here today knowing that something more is going to be birthed from you I want you to leave here knowing that God is not calling you to just make you end up in nothing I want you to know that God is not calling you and building you up so you can arrive at futility. God is calling you to unleash something in you. You don't have to be George Washington Carver or the Wright brothers or Thomas Edison or Graham Bell. You don't have to be Shalom of Paystock or Larry of Mr. Ekbar. You don't have to be Bengal of Flutterwave. You don't have to be any of these guys. You can be who? God has called you to be. (laughs) Martin Luther King on April 3rd, he was killed on April 4th. This is what he said. We have some difficult days ahead, but it doesn't really matter to me now because I've been to the mountaintop. I have seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. Like anybody, I want to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And so I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Man, that guy was wild. The next day, he was gone. Salute prophesied I've seen the mountaintop there's a place you're going to, there's a place you're arriving at, God did not just call you to nothing God did not just gather us to nothing many Christians are just doing marbles, shaking their buttocks and dancing to my in the church going home with empty heads nothing is entering their spirits just swinging so today I just said, pack everything only two guitars only two singers. Let's see whether your, your mouth is going to sing unto God. Is your worship depending on the band and the rejoicing in the church. There's more glory coming for you. I want you to be hungry for glory. I want you to desire that thing which is in God. I want you to desire the knowledge of God. Maybe some of you will be healed by the miracles of God and you're going to go around and become a healer. Maybe some of you will be delivered by the deliverance of God and you're going to go around being a deliverer. Maybe some of you will lose your small agenda for the mighty agenda of God. Maybe some of you will carry the glory of God to a new place by the power of God because revelation is coming. For we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him, we shall be like him some of us will never take the effort to run after what God has put in front of us will look at destiny and kiss it bye bye but some of you here i see your faces you're going to run after glory you're going to run after righteousness you're going to pursue the plan of god for your life you're going to pursue the glory of god yes for we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him behold what love the father has poured upon us that we should be called the sons of god now we are the sons of God the world does not know us because it did not know him it has not yet been revealed what we shall be like but we know that when he appears (laughs) we shall see him we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is what manner of love That God will look at your kind and call you his own. That the creator of the heavens and the earth will take a look at you as in there and say, I want to walk with you. What a glory that God will look at you and say, come hold my hand. Let me lead you into life. What a glory that God will come and say, I'm going to place you on a platform from where you're going to speak. Speak mighty things on my glory. I'm going to release life into you, but I want you to not know, not think that this is you. Let, let it be clear to you that this is actually about me and my agenda. Glory is coming. A platform is coming. Grace is coming. Capacity is coming. You're going to open new business doors. You're going to open new, new, new partnerships. You're going to unlock new things in the heavenlies. You're going to open new apps. You're going to build new apps. You're going to create new systems and new flows. You're going to come into new wealth. You're going to come into new things, but it will not be for you. It, glory is not all about you unto God be the glory to God be the glory beloved now we are the sons of God and it had not yet been revealed what we shall be but we know that when he is revealed we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is